He is an accomplished professional with two and a half decades of multifunctional combined experience. He earlier served in various roles and responsibilities across the verticals and climbed the corporate ladder. He is currently serving as a vice president corporate affairs at RA Chem Pharma Limited. He has been instrumental in conferring the global HRD's overall operational excellence pertaining to Manufacture Sector Award 2019 to the RA Chem Pharma Limited. That's a huge accomplishment. He has also been conferred with the HMAS, which stands for Hyderabad Management Association. HMAS Member of the Year Award 2007, instituted by Natco Pharma Limited. He has been conferred with the Best Young Manager of the Year Award 2005, instituted by the ITC Badrachalam Paper Boards Limited. And in addition to that, he also received many accolades, rewards and recognitions of repute. In today's episode, we will know more about Mr. Ravi Kumar Pisapati's career journey and also hear his insights about MBA Unleashed. Hello. Hi there. Welcome to the Guiding Voice podcast series. The Guiding Voice for a better future. This podcast is to help professional students, IT employees and entrepreneurs to shape their careers. Dear listeners, in every episode, we interact with industry experts or thought leaders or academicians or coaches across the globe to drive some insightful conversations that will help each one of you learn great things. Also, we share an interesting trivia or a fun fact about the IT world or technology towards the end. So stay tuned till the end. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Naveen Samala and I'll be your solo host for today. And today we are going to discuss a topic MBA Unleashed and we are extremely pleased to welcome Ravi Kumar to our show. Ravi Kumar, welcome to the Guiding Voice podcast series and thank you for being part of our journey in shaping lives and careers of millions across the globe. Thank you, Naveen uh, Samala. My gratitude with thanks to the guiding voice, particularly Mr. Naveen Samala and uh, Mr. Venkata Sudhakar Nagandla. You both are doing really an amazing and an excellent activity and uh, my appreciation to both of you for this extraordinary initiative. I deemed it as a great honor and privilege to be with uh, TGV as a guest speaker of the day. Thank you. Thank you so much for honoring our invite and being part of the TGV's journey. So Ravi, uh, can we get started with the first question? I would like to request you to share briefly about your career journey and how you scaled up to head various management associations despite having a very demanding day job. Good. It's a very thought provocative question, Navin. Now, actually, the journey and the scaling up secrets are, if you really see my active participation in the activities other than and beyond academics, such as yeah. extracurricular activities, extra academic activities, helped me a lot to have a great work-life balance. As you are aware, most importantly, time management, prioritizing varied functions, planning, spontaneity, and efficient execution of the tasks on hand are the mm-hmm. key aspects in scaling up the career. Most importantly, in this context, I must really acknowledge and thank the stakeholders of the success. As you are aware, employers, colleagues, teachers, family members, I think uh, it's an amazing support, in fact, all across. Those who directly and indirectly enabled to grow in the career currently, whatever I am. If you really see a brief background, I would like to give as a backbencher. And if you (laughs) 
an average tongue tied telugu medium studied street school mm-hmm. and moreover as a player when uh, mm-hmm. i could become a president of the one of the most prestigious not for profit society of management professionals known as hyderabad management association and uh, simultaneously climbing in the career it's really an amazing journey through what i can say as you ask the career journey i just will give you a brief about my career how i started and all i started soon after completion of my mba as a trainee then became an executive then assistant area sales manager for for the state of combined state of andhra pradesh initially and then for tamil nadu and pondicherry mm-hmm. then climbed the ladder as a regional sales manager for south india then general manager chief general manager then vice president senior vice president currently as a vice president in corporate large scale pharmaceutical industry this is what the journey what it is if you really see the whole assignments there across the verticals of industry i started with the high density polyethylene mm-hmm. then moved to building material industry then entered into construction industry entertainment industry then finally currently last 7 plus years this is the eighth year in progress with the pharmaceutical industry this that's what in brief about my career journey if you ask me to give a framework of the whole tenure of the career and all probably i think at about uh, for 20 years almost 1984 to 2004 that is during my pre schooling primary schooling and uh, junior college higher education and university throughout all the 20 years i have been associated with a game called chess mm-hmm. the next 20 years that is from 2002 to 2020 i've been associated with uh, varied professional pursuits and forums of relevance this what is there beyond the routine no that helped me a lot in scaling up within no time or whatever so that is what it is and i hope that uh, this particular journey and the inputs what i am trying to give would be up to the expectations of viewers and to the fraternity of listeners and viewers of tgv thank you absolutely i think that was an illustrious career and one thing what i liked about it is you have worked in diverse industries like it's your uh, six uh, different industry or domain okay which means it it might have given you a gamut of experience and exposure so, right and that is making you stand tall here and definitely all the insights that you are going to share in this episode will be of immense help to our audience and i also should acknowledge that uh, one thing which i liked in your introduction when you mentioned your employers your colleagues that giving that due credit to everybody the support system and all right i think that is that speaks volumes about your humility and thanks for being so humble and definitely a lot to learn from those aspects now talking about our topic today about this mba unleashed so i would like to ask one thing like you why is management education important before uh, i respond to this actually i have a disclaimer that i am not authority my caveat is these are all purely individual opinion of myself out yep. of my experiences absolutely for having a lot of limitations basically it is only my perspective need not be agreed or whatever but taking purely into my experience only into the consideration i am about to express that is what 
my caveat number one. and the most important thing is that another notable point is neither these represents my employers or the ngos whom i am associated earlier current and further so keeping this in backdrop yep. i will tell you the thing is that uh, most uh, important aspect is that this management management education offers not only imparts the management uh, required skills for the occupational and professional life but also highly useful to day to day life that is what the most important and significant aspect of management education all necessary tools to equip to understand the business scenario whatever the techniques for successfully handling various business challenges or issues concerns and related getting to know how the business works leadership skills that to get improved getting acquainted with corporate systems business education will give and teach all the things that are essential to understand to make you a good manager and skills that are important to augment the efficiency and an opportunity to scale up the ability skills and knowledge to really see education should not just focus on academic achievement of degrees it should be able to achieve goals beyond the basic objectives focusing on the students as a whole person is important also it should be able to provide different learning materials and activities that will help develop mental emotional and physical traits you should also prepare not only the students but also for an entire life rather than just a next level or class one such education is managed as you are aware every stream of education is distinct different and unique and so the management which is an amazing and wonderful one as you are aware in most of the cases management graduates skillful graduates are most demanding and sought after professionals in the market with a high end double the salary than a regular masters degree holder you know very well there will be a kind of a job security you know most important aspect is that they will be able to climb the career ladder faster than anyone else this is the key base if you really see the management education with a kind of a profile what i am having when i am able to excel in management i think anybody can excel you can yeah. understand the kind of this thing about with such a background what i came is totally you know i myself sometimes used to amaze actually how this is happening about so that is what uh, the reason actually management education gives a wide array of opportunities also an accomplished management graduate can explore opportunities across right from government quasi government semi government corporates again as you are aware large scale medium small and even micro in addition to section 8 companies ngos and even corporate social responsibility related aggregators in addition to like you know being an entrepreneur or they can enter as a industrialist they can start their own business as a firm or even as a proprietor as a trading as a distribution house as a dealer there are wide varieties of opportunities so that makes management is very sought after stream actually to prefer by the students opportunity seems to be endless in my opinion and you have enlightened as with that kind of roles that somebody can explore and the kind of sectors that somebody can explore so thank you for that answer and here comes my next one ravi we often hear about mba and also pgdm so what is the difference between mba and post graduate diploma in management and which one should students prefer if you see widely the management and pgdm mba and pgdm 
if you see the requisites actually for what approving authority or eligibility for a phd or to become a lecturer or even validity both are one and same mm-hmm. if you see fundamentally what is the difference is that in majorly curriculum in the curriculum of pgdm there is an edge that they can make some kind of a uh, innovative practices innovative methods innovative they, they have a free space actually to design their own way by the reputed institutes that that's the only thing where there is a better edge and of course there will be a uh, difference even in salary also definitely so keeping that in context there is a uh, edge for post graduate diploma in management otherwise mba and uh, phdm both are one and same in terms of uh, skill wise ability wise and even uh, requisites wise mm-hmm. it will vary okay. from institute to institute some uh, institutes most of the institutes they offer mba but whereas some specific institutes they offer postgraduate diploma in business management so it is still okay to pursue pgdm and it makes someone eligible right for a phd can, yeah. can i take that okay yes, wonderful yes. i think wonderful i think that clarifies and uh, also there is this uh, question by majority of the folks who have finally decided okay i want to do an mba because i can probably double my salary or i want to get into management stream and all but they again get stuck at another question saying that hey which specialization is suitable for me should i go for marketing should i go for strategic business or international business finance hr so on and so forth right so in your opinion which specialization is suitable for what kind of people the most apt word would be ikigai you know the mm-hmm. japanese concept yep. what that japanese concept uh, reveals is that you have to do a search search of your mm-hmm. own like you know the reason for being mm-hmm. like deep mm-hmm. and often lengthy search of introspection and inward journey mm. in this aspect uh, you, when it also reminds me like you know sudhamurthy's be wise otherwise <laughs> these are very important uh, thinking that you know the specialization depends on the interest of the individual depends on the basic degree depends on the skill and ability what that particular student has got it has to be figured out for which basically it needs to be done a kind of a swot analysis in advance mm-hmm. what is that that aspiring student what is that he is aspiring for there are a lot of other combination of aspects have been linked with that particular specialization this is the key actually most of the guys they will have one basic degree they will take a mismatch of specialization they will go for a different which is no way connected to the kind of an internship so there is no integration they have to do some kind of a homework like what are their traits what is that they are interested for in which line of industry they would like to go would you like to uh, start as a uh, entrepreneur would you like to start as an industrialist or would you like to start as a, a corporate employee if so in which sector is it a fast moving consumer goods is it a fast moving uh, non durable goods or building construction material industry or pharma industry i will give an example of myself i have done a basic degree of arts then i have taken mba marketing as a specialization because i am tongue tied right yeah. finance is totally irrelevant i have two mm-hmm. options i have to take either hr or marketing i felt marketing would be more ideal because i have to cross the barrier of tongue tiedness i don't know what to talk how to talk where to talk how to interact how to initiate a discussion so all the things matters a lot so in sales marketing and business development right from the beginning if really one can take an interest i think they can learn a lot and they can do a lot suppose a guy like you having a qualification basic qualification of bachelor of technology probably he can opt for either production and engineering or research and development 
maybe a person having a background with commerce can go for finance and accounts like that it depends like suppose if you want to enter into you got a science background if you are in a, if you are having a basic degree of science it is most ideal to think about either you can go for marketing sales and marketing or even you can go for hr and admin or even you can go for supply chain management there are different combination of specializations are available like you know nowadays business analytics data science and all are available even in management also in addition to like supply chain management marketing finance and hr and admin nowadays dual specializations are available like you know with hr combining with marketing and finance marketing combining with hr and finance finance combining with marketing and hr mm-hmm. that need to choose carefully for which if required a counseling session may be ideal actually instead of taking mm-hmm. and ending up with a, you know most of the candidates gets stuck there in terms of career progression or in, te- in terms of climbing the career ladder is concerned yeah. so they have to be a bit choosy they have to be very thoughtful while taking the specialization is concerned mm-hmm. if you ask me personally pre primary education primary education up to junior college level if you see the learning board most of the extent it is a dependable way of approach yeah if you see the higher education post graduation these are independent learning modes if you look at the learning mode of research and development it is into more of interdependent dependent independent and interdependent in the process they should be able to evolve it they should be able to figure out what are the distinctions they have what is the attributes they have what is that towards which direction they may would like to go for based on which one need to choose the specialization is concerned and another major blessing is that now you know very well national educational policy has come for the implementation which talks about multifunctional ability more important is so far whatever has happened is a history what about to happen is mystery what is currently is present is present so a person having a marketing specialization also should be able to be competent enough if required to look after administration hr ir and relevant functions so keeping that in context multifunctional exposure definitely makes a lot of difference keeping that in context one has to choose very carefully related to their you know specialization is concerned most importantly simply by taking a specialization again if they mismatch it with uh, improper internship also most of the people even they get internship uh, they choose it wrongly without thoughtfully or otherwise to say sir has advised so they will go ahead and all not that they have to work out on that like uh, what uh, kind of a subject they have to go for what kind of a topic they have to go for what kind of an industry they have to go for if you ask uh, i have done in indian airlines limited mm-hmm. in a topic titled uh, traffic potential between abu dhabi dubai kuwait muscat and sharjah in those days when i have done in the year 1993 there were no direct flights from hyderabad to middle east my objective is to find a feasibility mm-hmm. does there a feasibility to operate a direct flight to abu dhabi dubai kuwait muscat and sharjah from hyderabad by indian airlines limited or not mm-hmm. what was there at that time is that only they have to go to bombay by east west airlines from there they have to go by gulf air i submitted my project in the year 1993 recommending a feasibility and from 1995 onwards indian airlines started operations of direct flight to these sectors of abu dhabi dubai kuwait muscat and sharjah when i volunteered and told that when i wanted to take up that particular so 
project i was discouraged by people saying that some people have taken and they abandoned Mm-hmm. It's difficult to do because we have to go across the International Air Transport Association agents covered in the cities of Hyderabad and Secunderabad. We have to do a kind of a survey on passengers, those who are living to those sectors of Abu Dhabi, Dubai, Kuwait, Muscat and Sharjah at Hyderabad Air. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know very well, such a high-profiled customers, yeah. hardly they will give time to give the you know feedback and all. I have done it. In the year 1995, they started. Even today, there are... quite good number of direct flights are there to middle so uh, what i am telling is that uh, this particular project plays a very important role in further career point number 1 is that they have to choose a proper specialization the second most important thing is that a proper internship probably you must have heard in the market now lot of students they are doing dummy projects than the live projects live project is a live project will have a life dummy project will not have a life that is the first ever time i came to hyderabad from a rural background as i told mm-hmm. you untied you can imagine like you know what kind of a, a hard work i could have done it and uh, the kind of a visiting the kind of interacting the kind of you know obtaining the information obtaining the data ensuring to roll out a properly viable acceptable uh, report and all for an organization yeah. like it. so i feel definitely it plays a very important role and uh, i really appreciate the question of uh, great relevance for the management uh, education yeah that's a wonderful answer in fact uh, it is quite elaborative maybe you have to start with your own ikigai what you are really good at and also it depends on the background or the undergrad degree which this candidate is holding and basis which they can opt for the specialization and in addition to that today we also have this dual specialization offered by many of the b schools and the management uh, colleges and uh, one advice that you gave to the students is in case if you are into a particular specialization make sure that you find the opportunity relevant to that specialization keeping in view of the future career so thank you so much for those valuable tips uh, ravi now i am more interested about the phd part now that you are pursuing phd from usmania university and uh, can we talk about research options in the management stream because many a times i see people either ending up into the corporate management or leadership positions but rarely we find folks opting for the research okay within this and could you dwell your insights on this particular topic see one good news is that uh, recently in academics the development is that uh, they made it uh, research accomplishment is a mandatory suppose if anybody would like to go and uh, teach there in any institute now they made it as phd is a mandatory and uh, that shows a great importance for the research earlier it is not the case as so even in the industry there is a quite good amount of uh, prominence is there for the research and as you are aware once uh, ikigai is in place a student can figure out whether uh, should he go ahead and continue soon after completion of the post graduation to go for mphil and phd or maybe after contributing few years of corporate service probably in a uh, with a much better maturity to go ahead for the research that makes lots of difference number one number two if you talk about the research options career options i think amazing career options are available both in industry and even in academics you know very well earlier if somebody wanted to enter into the academics they'll start as a junior lecturer then they'll be a lecturer and then they'll be a, be a senior lecturer now the system of uh, lecturers is no more in the place but uh, all the teaching community they started uh, with a uh, position of assistant professor then they become an associate professor then they become a professor then they become a senior professor based on the ability of the individual you will have add on administrative responsibilities like dean head of the department chairman of board of studies 
maybe still if they are able to scale up they can become a learned principal of the esteemed institute he can become a registrar of university he can become a vice chancellor his excellency the vice chancellor of the university or even he can go for all india council for technical education maybe university grants commission national board of accreditation and even council for higher education the lot more avenues even towards academic administrative side also in pharmaceutical industry usually research and development units will be there in the all these research and development units they will take only the accomplished researchers only as a scientists we have about 20 plus scientists all of them are accomplished researchers as msc chemistry msc physics and pharmacy doctorate holders you name it we have it keeping things into the context now academics it's a, it's a one good initiative with that research they made it as mandatory i hope that definitely quality of research and you know the content of research will uh, go we can see a great uh, rise and growth also in terms of accomplished researchers are concerned so research career options are quite wide in fact it depends on again as it is told it depends on the aim and vision of the candidate where to what extent how he should be able to figure out figure out like you know the kind of a format and framework of his education wonderful a galore of insights i would say thank you so much for imparting your knowledge and wisdom with our audience so with that i will shift the gear slightly and talk about the csr initiatives because uh, during our long term association like i've been watching you contribute to a lot of csr initiatives and other non work related activities and you scaled up some bigger positions even in those areas as well right so what is the importance of contributing to the csr initiatives and other activities so how, and in case if somebody wants to get into those what should be their approach and how they can move forward irrespective whether it is an institution or an organization or an individual equally important uh, and uh, the aspects that are to address it towards social development social needs and social engagements are concerned if you see the corporate uh, social responsibility the act has come later there was an amendment now a serious progress towards further enactment and further improvement and further strengthening of the corporate social responsibility if you see the csr initiatives and other activities these are all more importantly collaborative centric for the synergy of energy and concerted efforts always be relevant and responsive for the changing needs of the ecosystem of the society that is what the major concern that to keeping in the background of constitution outlined fundamental duties rights and directive principles for the interest of the nation and citizens so in the context not as an obligation csr beyond profits beyond business if it is of institution they should not look at the their business and should do the csr in that context only i really appreciate the tgv you are not uh, bounded uh, by doing this uh, free of cost uh, you know contribution to the society but you are doing amazingly for which again i compliment and congratulate the guiding voice for the kind of effort action and contribution you know one thing if a the teacher will come if he if he is a real teacher he will come for the entire class not that uh, thinking that all the class will listen to his teaching out of the entire class one student if he gets enlightened is purpose is served same in the case with the tgv out of this entire listenings and audios i think uh, the listeners and viewers i hope that there will be enormous amount of benefit but few sizable in number also gets benefited i think it is nothing like going forward you see the structure and the size of nowadays social engineers ngos csr firms like starting with bps 
ಬೊತ್ಸ ಸಾನ್ಯಾಸಿ ಅಕ್ಷರಧಾಮ್ ಪುರುಷೋತ್ತಮ್ ಸ್ವಾಮಿನಾರಾಯಣ ಸಂಸ್ಥಾನ್ ಯು ಸಿ ದ ಇಂಟರ್ನ್ಯಾಷನಲ್ ಅಂಡ್ ನ್ಯಾಷನಲ್ ರೆನೌಂಡ್ ಎನ್ ಜಿ ಓಸ್ ಯು ಸಿ ದ ಇಸ್ಕಾನ್ ಯು ಸಿ ದ ವಾಟ್ ಇಸ್ ದಟ್ ಅಕ್ಷಯ ಪಾತ್ರ ದೇರ್ ಅಮೇಜಿಂಗ್ ಇನಿಷಿಯೇಟಿವ್ ಆಫ್ ಮಿಡ್ ಡೇ ಮೀಲ್ ಪ್ರೋಗ್ರಾಮ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಆಲ್ ಯು ಸಿ ದ ತಿರುಮಲ ತಿರುಪಲಿ ದೇವಸ್ಥಾನ ಯು ಸಿ ದ ಆರ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಲಿವಿಂಗ್ ಹಿಸ್ ಹೋಲಿನೆಸ್ ಶ್ರೀ ಶ್ರೀ ರವಿಶಂಕರ್ ಜೀಸ್ ಇನಿಷಿಯೇಟಿವ್ ಶ್ರೀ ಶ್ರೀ ತತ್ವ ಪ್ರಾಡಕ್ಟ್ ರೇಂಜ್ ಈ ಶ್ರೀ ಜಗದ್ಗುರು ವಾಟ್ಸ್ ದೇಮ್ ಜಗ್ಗಿ ವಾಸುದೇವ್ ಇಶಯೋಗ ಪ್ರಾಡಕ್ಟ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಲಾಸ್ಟ್ ಬಟ್ ನಾಟ್ ಲೀಸ್ಟ್ ಐ ವುಡ್ ರಿಕಾಲ್ ಇವನ್ ದಿಸ್ ಬಾಬಾ ರಾಮದೇವ್ಸ್ ಪತಂಜಲಿ ಪ್ರಾಡಕ್ಟ್ ರೇಂಜ್ ಅನ್ ಅಮೇಸಿಂಗ್ ಪ್ರೋಗ್ರೆಸ್ ವಿತ್ ರ್ಯಾಪಿಡ್ ಸ್ಟ್ರೈಟ್ಸ್ ದೇ ಆರ್ ಮೇಕಿಂಗ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಇಟ್ ಮೇ ನಾಟ್ ಬಿ ಅ ಸರ್ಪ್ರೈಸ್ ಒನ್ ಡೇ ದೇ ವಿಲ್ ಟೇಕ್ ಓವರ್ ಫಾಸ್ಟ್ ಮೂವಿಂಗ್ ಕನ್ಸ್ಯೂಮರ್ ಗುಡ್ಸ್ ವಿಚ್ ಯೂಸ್ ಟು ಬಿ ದೇರ್ ವೆರಿ ವೈಡ್ಲಿ ಅಂಡ್ ವೆರಿ ಬಿಗರ್ ಮಾರ್ಕೆಟ್ ದೇ ಆರ್ ಆಪರೇಟಿಂಗ್ ನೌ ವಿತ್ ಕೈಂಡ್ ಆಫ್ ಅನ್ ಆಂಟರ್ಪ್ರೆನ್ಯೂರಿಯಲ್ ಸ್ಪಿರಿಟ್ ದೋ ದೇ ಆರ್ ಆಲ್ ಎನ್ ಜಿ ಓಸ್ ದೇ ಆರ್ ಡೂಯಿಂಗ್ ಎ ವೆರಿ ಥರೋ ಆರ್ ಎಂಡಿ ಅಂಡ್ ದೇ ಆರ್ ಆಲ್ ಹ್ಯಾವಿಂಗ್ ಎ ಫುಲ್ ಫ್ಲೆಜ್ಡ್ ಸೆಟಪ್ ಆಫ್ ಯು ನೋ ಆಪರೇಷನ್ಸ್ ಫಾರ್ ಎಕ್ಸಲೆನ್ಸ್ ವಿತ್ ಬಿಸ್ನೆಸ್ ಆಪರೇಷನ್ಸ್ ದಿಸ್ ಆರ್ ಆಲ್ ಕಾಂಟ್ರಿಬ್ಯೂಟಿಂಗ್ ಮಲ್ಟಿ ಡೈಮೆನ್ಷನಲಿ ಟು ದ ಸೊಸೈಟಿ ದಿಸ್ ಆರ್ ಆಲ್ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಎಮರ್ಜ್ಡ್ ಒನ್ ಡೈಮೆನ್ಷನ್ ನಾಟ್ ಫಾರ್ ಪ್ರಾಫಿಟ್ ಸೊಸೈಟಿ ನಾಟ್ ಫಾರ್ ಪ್ರಾಫಿಟ್ ಸೊಸೈಟಿ ಬಟ್ ಇಟ್ ದ ಎಂಡ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಡೇ ಯು ನೋ ವೆರಿಬಲ್ ಸ್ಟ್ರಗಲ್ ಫಾರ್ ಸರ್ವೈವಲ್ ವೆದರ್ ಇಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಎ ಎನ್ ಜಿ ಓ ವೆದರ್ ಇಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಎ ಸಿ ಎಸ್ ಆರ್ ವೆದರ್ ಇಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಎ ಆರ್ಗನೈಸೇಷನ್ ಬಟ್ ದೆನ್ ಇಟ್ ಕಮ್ಸ್ ಫಾರ್ ದಿ ಪಾಯಿಂಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಕಾರ್ಪೊರೇಟ್ ಸೋಷಿಯಲ್ ರೆಸ್ಪಾನ್ಸಿಬಿಲಿಟಿ ಇಟ್ ಇಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಎಸ್ ಅನ್ ಆಬ್ಲಿಗೇಷನ್ ಬಟ್ ಇಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಬಿಯಾಂಡ್ ಬಿಸ್ನೆಸ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಪ್ರಾಫಿಟ್ಸ್ ಅಲೈನಿಂಗ್ ವಿತ್ ಸಸ್ಟೈನಬಲ್ ಡೆವಲಪ್ಮೆಂಟ್ ಗೋಲ್ಸ್ ಆಸ್ ಎ ಫೋಕಸ್ ವಾಟ್ ಎವರ್ ಕಾಂಟ್ರಿಬ್ಯೂಟ್ಸ್ ಟು ದ ಸೊಸೈಟಿ ಇಟ್ ದ ಆಕ್ಚುಯಲ್ ಕಾಂಟ್ರಿಬ್ಯೂಷನ್ ದೆನ್ ಎನಿಥಿಂಗ್ ಎಲ್ಸ್ ಐ ಫೀಲ್ ದಟ್ ಎವ್ರಿಬಡಿ ಶುಡ್ ಬಿ ಅಲೈನ್ ನಾಟ್ ಓನ್ಲಿ ದ ಕಾರ್ಪೊರೇಟ್ಸ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಇನ್ಸ್ಟಿಟ್ಯೂಟ್ಸ್ ಬಟ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಇಂಡಿವಿಜುವಲ್ಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ದಟ್ ನೀಡ್ ಟು ಬಿ ಡನ್ ಇನ್ ಎ ಬಿಗ್ ವೇ ಬಟ್ ಎವ್ರಿಬಡಿ ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಡೂ ಎಟ್ ದೇರ್ ಓನ್ ಲೆವೆಲ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಪೇಸ್ ಬಟ್ ದೇ ಶುಡ್ ಕೀಪ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಬ್ಯಾಕ್ ಡ್ರಾಪ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಮೈಂಡ್ ದಟ್ ದೇ ಶುಡ್ ಡೂ ದೇ ಶುಡ್ ಕಾಂಟ್ರಿಬ್ಯೂಟ್ ಬ್ಯಾಕ್ ಟು ದ ಸೊಸೈಟಿ ಸಮ್ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ಎ ಬೌಂಡೆಡ್ ಡ್ಯೂಟಿ ಆಫ್ ಎವ್ರಿ ಇಂಡಿವಿಜುವಲ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಅನದರ್ ಮೋಸ್ಟ್ ಇಂಪಾರ್ಟೆಂಟ್ ಥಿಂಗ್ ಇಸ್ ದಟ್ ದಿಸ್ ವೆನ್ ಯು ಆಸ್ಕ್ ವೈ ಎ ಕೌಂಟರ್ ಕ್ವಶನ್ ಅರೈಸಸ್ ವೈ ನಾಟ್ ವೈ ನಾಟ್ ಇಸ್ ದ ಕೌಂಟರ್ ಕ್ವಶನ್ ವುಡ್ ಎಮರ್ಜ್ ವಿತ್ ಎ ಗ್ರೇಟ್ ಡಿಗ್ರಿ ಆಫ್ ಕಾನ್ಫಿಡೆನ್ಸ್ ವಾಟ್ ಐ ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಸೇ ದಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಪಾರ್ಟಿಸಿಪೇಷನ್ ಪಾರ್ಟಿಸಿಪೇಷನ್ ಟುವರ್ಡ್ಸ್ ಸೋಷಿಯಲ್ ಇನ್ವಾಲ್ವ್ಮೆಂಟ್ ಸೋಷಿಯಲ್ ಕಾಂಟ್ರಿಬ್ಯೂಷನ್ and uh, social responsibility related activities will enable to give a great scope of exposure expertise at the end of the day you know very well i think uh, maybe about 3 4 months back one of my banker has called where i got a an account he said that uh, they got an offer only for the banking the customers who can enroll for an add on policy they gave some options to me though it is a few hundreds uh, higher i opted uh, tata edge you know why Mm-hmm. i have taken purely because of their contribution to the corporate social responsibility act you know how the great man ratan tata is contributing you know every time whenever yeah. it is needed to the country is doing such a contribution amazing i think it will pay back to the corporates also those yeah. who are being sincerely honestly and transparently so keeping this in context how it depends as again our japanese ikigai only comes into the picture they should be able to figure out what is their aspiration at what level they got to do it with what kind of a plan it has got to do whether it is a short plan mid plan or long range plan or how it is and all if you see my profile i think uh, during my intermediate days 1985 and 87 i was as an active volunteer of national service scheme at my college i was a best volunteer awardee and best team leader that was the foundation where my social service started then onwards till date you can see what the kind of a consistency it is being displayed and demonstrated across the years so one should be able to figure out it need not be a national service scheme it can be a,
they can figure out their own way and they can see to get associated and can contribute uh, it is a, one of the most important contribution to the society and another most important point is that uh, csr is an external and uh, sustainable practices or the internal both are independent not uh, both are independent both are interdependent so they have to go hand in hand csr and sustainable practices one is external another is internal so they have to go hand in hand in the context of corporate social responsibility one very important point is that not as an obligation but beyond business and profits wonderful i think this is a kind of eye opening conversation on the csr part like i completely go with your statement don't treat it as an obligation kind of thing but something which will have to give back to the society right because many people would have contributed to us directly or indirectly in being what we are today and since you touched upon why we are doing this one i'll i would like to clarify something like when it comes to me and sudhakar when we studied engineering from tier 2 towns and tier 2 colleges we didn't have this level of guidance and this level of mentorship so which we all always lacked that's the one of the major purpose why we started this initiative so that we can connect with industry experts thought leaders and share their insights so that the student community and the young professional community can get benefit you can learn from others mistake rather than you do your own mistake right and it saves considerable amount of time and fortunately with all the wonderful support of amazing guests like you we are progressing as per the plan but uh, we're not going to stop here it is going to be, uh, become bigger and bigger and better as well so thank you for your insights on uh, the csr topic and uh, so ravi this conversation has been wonderful and um, just that we need to add some spice to the episode so i would like to ask you a few interesting rapid fire questions with your permission and uh, in case if you are okay maybe i'll ask some interesting questions which you can answer very briefly like one or two words are you okay with that yeah please <laughs> okay wonderful so thank you and here comes my first question out of the rapid fire what is the most adventurous thing that you have done so far i think uh, my entire tenure at uh, hyderabad management association especially as a honorary president i think it is one of the most adventurous and uh, it is never ever expected kind of thing as yes. okay uh, what is your favorite failure of course uh, got a crush to become a public servant which i was not able to become so especially ias with a vision for which i went to delhi and uh, miserably failed successfully failed to become an ias officer great so here comes my third one from the rapid fire what is one characteristic that you believe every leader should possess inspire bang on <laughs> okay and uh, jumping on to the next one what is your favorite movie quote it is movie of anand rajesh khanna's uh, dialogue actually what he says is that babu mashai zindagi badi honi chahiye lambi nahi <laughs> wonderful i think uh, yeah it it speaks volumes like one statement speaks volumes okay so this brings me to the last question from the rapid fire round who is your role model ravi i think uh, my father mm-hmm. okay he is the one who planted the seed actually i will tell you the episode just uh, for a minute i will extend with your permission 
absolutely when i won a chess championship in the you know when i was in 10th standard he planted a seed in my mind i came with a you know great you know very well the enthusiasm at the 10th class lad coming saying that nana nana see i won chess championship at my school and all he hugged and he appreciated and everything is over then he has taken a step back then he asked so what with your achievement what did that school got it was a shock to my life actually you know when you won and came then he explained actually see this achievement you won for yourself if you achieve something for the school then school will have reputation later uh, journey you can see i won so many things for the college and university all those achievements are only for the school and college and university the entire uh, success later continued because of that plantation so that's what reason every time i question myself how can i apply this in my life it is going on continuously like whatever you see now the contributions these are all inside of that planted seed i think uh, it's an amazing uh, plant what he has uh, you know planted in my thoughts and mind no wonder and thank you so much for sharing that it's quite inspiring because it's not just you who has to cherish but um, what's in it for the uh, bigger cause what's it what's in it for the institution right yeah i think it's quite inspiring thank you so much for sharing and also thank you so much for the amazing rapid fire round so with that i will go back to the mainstream and ask you one final question for this session what will be your one piece of advice to those aspiring to make big in their careers like you no ego continuous effort consistent action no ego continuous effort consistent action wow mind blowing <laughs> very profound thoughts very simple but very powerful and thank you so much for joining us today ravi it was indeed a great pleasure hosting you and also covering its topic about mb unleashed and in addition to that we have learned a lot of life lessons thank you so much for being part of tgv journey life is a series of moments miracles and experience basically enjoy every moment notice the miracles and learn from the experience is the you know conclusion what i would like to give and i am very very thankful to you and the guiding voice for this great opportunity to express my thoughts thank you so much for any kind of assistance and support further you can count on me for the guiding voice thank you thank you so much again pleasure hosting you all right so it brings us to the trivia segment of today's episode and today's trivia is about a powerful statement from a ceo and here comes my question who was the tech ceo that in 1999 said you have zero privacy anyway i know that's a very controversial and powerful statement and you guys have started thinking about who was it let me remind you it is mr scott mcneely who was the ceo of sun microsystems he made that statement and he was talking to attendees of a launch event for new infrastructure technology way back in 1999 and he surprised the industry by calling privacy a red herring you have zero privacy anyway get over it and you know mcneely's words brought backlash from privacy advocates including the eff and although it's been more than 20 years since then the statement remains perhaps the most memorable and given the rapid loss of privacy today one might also argue that mcneely was not wrong though not everyone would agree with the sentiment 
that we would simply get over it but that's the reason more stringent laws like global data protection rules have come into picture and so is the case with the payment card industry guidelines and india is also on the verge of drafting the data bill so on and so forth interesting isn't it thank you for listening there is more in store folks stay tuned take care be safe until next time bye bye and we are signing off for today see you all in the next episode with another wonderful guest